0: Temp check. accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hi, we're going to talk to the goth ninjas here in just a second, but before we do that, I have to tell you about our Patreon page at BobSuskaShow.com. It's absolutely the best way to support this fully independent podcast. We need your support more than anything. You can sign up for as little as $1 a month or as much as $15 a month. In fact, if you sign up at the $15 a month level, you'll get our Tuesday and Thursday shows presented without commercials. We take all the commercials out for you. Plus, you'll also get two post-mortem mini-shows recorded after the credits on our Tuesday and Thursday podcast. And you'll also get the subscription-only after-party podcast on Fridays with its revealing discussions about sex, drugs, rock and roll, and politics. Again, that's show.com or click the all-caps Patreon link beneath the logo at bobseska.com. And now, let the cartoons Begin.
2: Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorable. Never give
1: up. Never surrender.
2: This is the Bob Zeska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. The
0: meeting is now in order. We all know that the McGillicuddy girls gave a party that day, and not one of us was invited. Now, what do you say? if we form a new club, and call it the He-Men Woman Haters Club. (coughs) Now I think we ought to have a president. (coughs) Now the man we elect must be the worst woman hater of us all. So I nominate Alfalfa, because he hates women.
2: Bob Seska! We could not talk or talk forever and still
1: find things to not talk
2: about.
1: The Bob Seska Show! A little teeny tiny clip from last night's RNC there, huh? From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, August 27, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, my name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello, day 1,316 of the Trump crisis. Only 68 days until the 2020 presidential election. And uh, we got to talk about days two and three of the RNC. So let's bring him in. It is the goth ninjas. David Ferguson, we call him T-Rex, from the T-Rex Report podcast. Also from Astral Summer, his brand new rock and roll project. AstralSummer.BandCamp.com for all the latest tracks. And there's Jody Hamilton sitting right there. She is uh, from the From the Bunker podcast, from-the-bunker.com, also at sexyliberal.com, and the Stephanie Miller Show every damn Tuesday. Uh, Goth Ninjas, hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Greetings. Um, Okay. Lots to talk about today, um, but before we dive into all the news, including news about a fucking heat ray... That's in the news. We have to talk about a heat ray today. Donald Trump wanted to deploy a heat ray to the border. We're going to get to that in a second. But this week was... <laughs> There's Rocky Mountain Mike season. Yes! Holy shit! I can't stop burning! <laughs> make make like sure both is. of you tweet that at Rocky Mountain Mike later <laughs> oh, today. Oh, he loves that. Yes, really bring does. it on. Um Speaking of Rocky Mountain Mike, Jody, you had your debut performance on a Rocky Mountain Mike song <laughs> parody do. this week, and so I thought we- it. We have
2: Thank to you. play
1: it again. It was you, Harmonizing with both Marion Ann Arbor and Rocky Mountain Mike himself. Mm-hmm. This is a wonderful track. Let's play it now. This is Killer! Vocals by Jody Hamilton.
0: beg your pardon. Why did you ruin it, the Rose Garden? Hello. Trump tower, you've got to go Oh, 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 I beg your pardon
1: Why did so you ruin really it, the rose garden?
0: <laughs> it's a sweet talk we see through, I don't care, do you? Did you think we gave it all to you on a silver platter? So good. Do you think orange lives matter? <laughs> so smile, say While you can, I beg your pardon. Why did you ruin it the rose garden?
1: Oh, man, it looks like shit. It, it's, well, this is the does, song. This is terrible. song is amazing, but the Rose Garden just looks like hell now. It looks like some sort of Eastern European industrial park. You know, they just leveled all it's of the cool awesome. shit in Can there. Can I just yeah. go
2: on and on for a minute about how good Jody's voice is, though? Oh, yes, you. let's do I'm that. I'm totally ready for your album of like uh, Tanya Tucker and Loretta Lane covers. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. I mean, that, uh, man, you really, at points, you know who, um, God, what's her name? Is it Skater Davis?
1: Jody, we have to get you together with Callie Cardaman. I think you'd be great. With uh, Callie Carter, also known as CC Grace, we play a lot of her music here. You guys could do like a bunch of jazz standards together. It would be so fucking awesome. Oh, I love jazz. Well, that would congratulations because that is a piece of work. That is some outstanding work there, and uh, it's so great that we have you and Rocky Mountain Mike and Mary in Ann Arbor to make us laugh and laugh and laugh because
3: because <laughs> otherwise we'd weep and weep and weep. <sighs> oh, weep. Jesus and
1: Christ! Scream and cry poop on the walls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah scream as this kind of shit goes America! on.
3: Yeah. He had an audience, at least.
2: <laughs> I know. <It> <laughs> I know Kimberly Bullfoyle, just screaming in an empty room. Yeah. Pre-taped.
3: They chose that. You it built
2: was. that. I mean, you know, Clint Eastwood, what an amateur. I mean, she got a whole yeah, no room shit. full of empty chairs to yep. scream at. It's exactly. like
1: uh, four nights of just unrelenting uh, gaslighting from moment to moment to moment. Everything about this is creating an artificial reality. Or I would say continuing that effort, but reaching a fever pitch this week where it's all on display for two hours plus a night telling all of us, telling 60% of American voters, everything that you have observed for the last three and a half years is someone else's fault or it just didn't happen. That's what we've been getting all week.
3: Don't forget that California, we have like, we're living on a bed of heroin needles.
1: (laughs) Right. That's right.
3: Governor Newsom was asked about that. Uh Uh-huh. I believe it was yesterday and he you know, reported, you know, asks him what he thought of his ex-wife saying th- what she did about California. And he yeah. said, thank you so much for wanting to know my thoughts on that. And, and I, I respectfully will move on to the next questioner.
1: Well, uh, you know, before we dive into the RNC, because I previewed this a a few minutes ago. So we got to talk about this fucking heat ray. This is just what's blowing me away. And it's actually a pretty good segue into the fiction of the Republican National Convention, because Donald Trump is trying to frame himself this week as being, oh, I'm the the greatest person in the world for Hispanic voters and women voters and African-American voters and on down the list. All at the same time, we're watching him just utterly annihilate people of color throughout the last three and a half years, but certainly this past summer, where he has deployed federal stormtroopers, unmarked secret police into cities in order to tear gas and fire rubber bullets at Black Lives Matter protests. But we're supposed to accept from this RNC that this guy is reaching his stubby little fingers out to embrace all of the people of color of the world. And it is horse shit. Because here's another great example of why it is absolute horse shit. Donald Trump is one of the cruelest motherfuckers to walk the planet. He and a bunch of DHS guys were talking about deploying something called uh, a heat ray <laughs> designed by the military to make people's skin feel as if it is burning when they get within range of its invisible beams. They were going to put this at the border. They are going to put a bunch of these so that If you made it over the wall without being maimed by his skin-piercing spikes or the moat with alligators and snakes or the electrified fence, which he also wanted to do, if you can make it through all of that, then you're going to be faced with Donald Trump's heat ray, which I guess got uh, kiboshed. I don't think they're actually going to deploy the heat ray, but the fact of the matter is he wanted to deploy a heat ray to the border to shoot brown people with it, Come on, and including children. Including That's, children. Let's yeah. make them feel like they're being burned alive. Staggering. Kirsten Nielsen, the then Secretary of Homeland Security, told an aide after the meeting that she would not authorize the use of such a device and that it should never be brought up again in her presence. Well, at least there's that. Well, then and- she was fired. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. good point. They booted her out, maybe because she was opposed to the heat ray from Donald Trump.
2: <sighs> yeah, well. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Sorry, i just, I'm going to have heat ray. Thank you thank you for making that reference. Um, so that is the heat race story. And just another Jesus. one of these mind-blowing things. I mean, you remember the, the alligators and snakes in the moat? Remember Two that? reporters in the ocean. And they said, <laughs> President Trump started screaming, <laughs> ranting, and raving. And on the southern border, where we are right now building a tremendous wall. Tremendous. Okay, ready? Yeah. Are you ready? And I wanted a wall. But I wanted a moat. I wanted a moat. A
3: moat. Whatever that is.
0: Not what, a word whatever I use, that but is.
1: It. D- doesn't know what a mode whatever is. Whatever that is. It
0: is a moat, I wanted alligators and snakes. And sharks <laughs> and with freaking the laser beams. Be and freaking <laughs> And I wanted to be electrified. And I wanted sharp spikes at the top. So if anyone gets it, it, it goes piercing through their skin, is somewhat the way they said it.
1: Skin, skin piercing, piercing spikes. spikes. Yeah. Like okay. All right. Sh- shut up. That tiny Trump. Go back to your... And
3: sharks with freaking laser beams. <laughs>
1: Ill-tempered sea
2: bass?
3: <laughs> yes, exactly. Are they ill-tempered?
1: Yeah, I've got uh, Tiny Trump living in the same cardboard box with my Alex Jones puppet now. they just <laughs> I love your
3: put, Alex Jones puppet.
1: Put down a bed of cedar <laughs> chips and everything, Little one of those little feeder water bottle things that hang upside down. They're comfortable in the closet. Um, yeah, so the RNC... along cont- with Mike Pence in the closet? <laughs> That's right, I love we're her. We're going to talk about Mike Pence here in a second. got to play this thing. This is going around. This has been stuck in my head for the last three days, to the point where I wander around the house and I start singing it, which is so fucked up because it's a weird song parody. It's completely mocking the RNC. Comedian Nick Lutzko created this, and uh, not only do I find it hilarious, but I should also warn you, it will be stuck in your head for several days now, and in that regard, I'm sorry. I wanna-
0: Boncino, I wanna sit with Dan Vincino. I wanna smoke <laughs> Next behind the toilet in Grandma's basement. I wanna ask him to be my dad. I wanna change my name to Nick
2: Vincino. I wanna tell him about the man in the stairs. He kinda looks like Dan Vincino. Grandma tries to tell me not to go down there, but I would be safe with Dan Vincino. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Holy Fantastic. shit. Uh, I, hello. I love uh, that. Hello. <laughs> hey, I didn't oh know God. you were Turn gonna... the camera around. Turn the camera around. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, you're mistaking Dan Badani for Dan Bongino. Dongo Bongo. Oh, Yeah, with the gigantic, you know, they're doing the uh, drive-in movie theaters now because of the coronavirus, and they're showing many of the drive-in movies on Dan Bongino's forehead. I just thought I'd pass that along, (laughs) so in case you're looking for a film, something to do this weekend, they're showing movies on Dan Bongino's forehead because it's so big and bulbous. Dan Bongino has a gigantic bulbous forehead. Um, I'm
2: very curious to know, I mean, because, you know, we know that... The Democratic National Convention beat the first night of the Republican National Convention by about five million viewers. But I wonder how many people are still watching the RNC because I know a bunch of people just tuned in to see how bad it was going to be. Yeah. And you can only get so much entertainment value out of hate watching that.
1: Well, the only numbers that I saw were that uh, the Monday Night RNC had, I think, something like three million fewer viewers than the Monday Night of the DNC. I should say Monday Night was like cable access. It was just a wreck. It was a disaster from start to finish, just an amateurish mess. And then Tuesday Night was the uh, Festival of Hatch Act violations. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I, seriously, this is a major, major issue that apparently, according to Mark Meadows, no one else cares about. It's just those of us who follow politics. We're the ones who, we're the only ones who care about the Hatch Act. Oh, also, the rule of law cares about the Hatch Act too. Yeah, that too. Um, so we had uh, an atrocity on night one. We had atrocities on night two. Atrocities on night three. Uh, but the main thing about this convention so far is the, again, the absolute fiction, the gaslighting that uh, what you people have been observing for all this time about Donald Trump. None of that's true because Donald Trump's a family man. Don't you know? Donald Trump loves his family and will never turn his back on you. He will never... Save the third wife. (laughs) That's right. Holy shit. Well... Let's just give you a flavor of what happened last night. Daniel Dale, who is one of the intrepid reporters who covers these things, <laughs> covers uh, Donald Trump's uh, press conferences, his Trump shows, and fact-checks all of them, uh, along with Aaron Rupar, just does <laughs> yeoman's work. Just incredible uh, stuff. I really feel
2: like we should all chip in to send him, like, a year's supply of Kona coffee or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? You know That's not a bad idea. I think that's actually a real, because these guys, especially Rupar, especially Daniel Dale, even more so than I do. I mean, they stick their faces in that Donald Trump blazing hot plasma stream. They stick their faces in the plasma, Trump, plasma, p- plasma. That's right. Plasma stream. They actually stick their faces in the Donald Trump heat ray uh, throughout the day and endure all of that madness, absorb all of that madness, so some of us don't have to. Some of us still do, but (laughs) most of you don't have to do it because they're doing it. Here's Daniel Dale trying desperately to fact-check What went on at last night's night three of the RNC? Because he wants to be like Dan Bongino. Anderson, there's just so much dishonesty and inaccuracy at this convention. It's hard for me to
4: know where to start. And it's not just big things like this broad revisionism on the response to the pandemic. It's little inaccuracy, inaccuracy, carelessness. We had someone, Laura Trump, cite a fake Abraham Lincoln quote tonight. (laughs) A number of tonight's false claims came from the vice president, Mike Pence. He repeated one of Trump's own favorite lies. He said that because of them, we now have veterans choice. As I've said over and over, Obama signed that choice law in 2014. Yep. Trump signed a 2018 law that modified and expanded the choice program, but did not create it. Mm. Pence boasted twice that Trump had, quote, suspended all travel from China. He didn't. He imposed a partial travel restriction that contained multiple exemptions. Tens of thousands of people, Anderson, kept coming over after that. Pence said again that Biden wants, quote, open borders. I know this is common conservative rhetoric, but it's just wrong. Biden does not support completely unrestricted migration. Now, Pence and others describe Trump's coronavirus response as a smashing success and most experts we know say that's not at all true but i think it's also notable how speakers like laura trump pretend that the pandemic did not happen at all she said that 4.3 million new jobs have been created for women well it was a gain of about 4 million since january 2017 as of march but then we had a crash and as of july women have lost a net over three million jobs during Trump's presidency. We also heard more wildly inaccurate attempts to smear Democrats as extremists. We had Burgess Owens, a Utah congressional candidate, said that popular members of Congress promote the same socialism my father fought against in World War II. The U.S. wasn't fighting any actual socialists in (laughs) World War II. The Nazis (laughs) called themselves (laughs) national socialists. They weren't anything like Bernie Sanders, who, by the way, had family members killed in the Holocaust. They were ultra-right, genocidal, totalitarian. We had Congresswoman Elise Stefanik call Trump's impeachment illegal. Come on, it's legal. Impeachment is in the Constitution. And like Trump himself, we had Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany claiming that Trump stands by Americans with pre-existing conditions. Look, Trump has repeatedly tried to get bills passed to weaken Obamacare's protections for people with pre-existing conditions, and he's currently in court fighting to get the entirety of Obamacare overturned. Now, he has promised some sort of executive order protecting people, but it hasn't come yet, and Anderson, that certainly doesn't change his history on the subject.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's actually... Okay, yeah, yeah, enough of that. I mean, Daniel Dale, again, doing amazing work, fact-checking this madness uh, every damn night, or every damn day, uh, throughout the past three and a half years or so. Uh, I want to go back to the Kaylee McEnany thing that he was talking Uh about with regard to pre-existing conditions because Kaylee did an entire speech last night. Once again, from the federal building, the Andrew W. Mellon Auditorium. That is a building, by the way, that all of these Republicans have appeared within and have screamed about the evils of socialism. America will never be a socialist country while standing in a building that was created through socialism. I mean, the United States, we have a mixed economy here. It's part capitalistic, part socialistic that's the way it's kind of always been but they don't want you to know that they're just so deceptive to their own people remember when they're lying at this convention they're not lying to me or David or Jody or Stephanie or anyone else they're lying to their own people it is staggering yep. when you see it through that prism but so Kaylee McEnany was talking about how she had breast cancer and now has a pre-existing condition as a result of it, but that Donald Trump will protect people with pre-existing conditions. Well, that is, again, as Daniel Dale said, absolutely not true. He signed an executive order that is mostly bullshit, that is going to be easily challenged by the health insurance companies. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing is that, he's also in the process of repealing the ACA in court, where they're not defending it. The Justice Department is refusing to defend this Texas lawsuit against the ACA. And uh, I think oral arguments in the Supreme Court are happening sometime maybe in November, I want to say, sometime this fall. But regardless, if they are able to repeal the ACA and then sign some sort of bill that says, okay, well, they can't discriminate against people with preexisting conditions. Well, that's not going to do it. That's not going to fix the problem because what they'll be able to do, the health insurance companies will say, okay, yeah, bring in the pre-existing conditions. But at the same time, the insurance that they're going to get is going to suck. It's going to be expensive as hell. There's going to be all these out-of-pocket expenses. The the premiums are going to be through the roof. You get rid of the ACA, no caps on any of that shit. Right. And, and, well, and
3: no lifetime caps, no, right. no anything. I mean, it just, just making sure that people like me and David and, and others that have pre-existing conditions can buy into insurance is one thing. But maybe I can't. I, already, my insurance is almost $800 a month.
1: Right. And that's the, the big deception from the Trump administration is, well, just because we sign this piece of paper saying we protect people with pre-existing conditions doesn't mean jack squat. What it means is you will be screwed because- the other thing they don't want to tell their voters is that the ACA isn't just the exchanges and the mandate and right. all the rest of it. It is a series of invaluable consumer protections that make insurance so much better in this country. Yep. And you eliminate the ACA, you overturn that in the courts, and all of those consumer protections go away so the insurance companies can boot you off of your insurance as soon as you get sick or as soon as you're injured. Uh, the what, what do they call that? Rescission? That mm-hmm. practice will start up again. There will be no more caps on lifetime out-of-pocket expenses, no more caps on annual expenses, mm-hmm. all the rest of it. You are going to be screwed if this goes away and there is no replacement. And so far, Donald Trump has no fucking replacement. But the way they present themselves, it seems, like, well, we've got this all covered. Don't worry, America. We've got this. No. <laughs> no, not a chance in hell. So... Uh, But, you know, I wanted to mention this, too. But back on night one, the Trumps wanted to scare people with looting footage. So what they did, and this has been going around today, I think uh, BuzzFeed News had this story. They put together a montage of America on fire. And this is what Biden's America is going to look like. And it's going to be a disaster. Well, it's happening under Trump, for God's sake.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just it's so self-evidently moronic that, like, you know. Don't let America be like it is now. Yeah. Right. I know. I know. They're,
3: they're, they're, they're trying to do what Nixon did in 68, except Nixon was running against somebody that was already in office.
1: Right. Yeah. Not
3: himself. Nixon would have never <laughs> been this stupid to run this play against himself. I mean, right. it's just like, dude, he was running against because all hell was breaking loose in the late 60s with the war mm-hmm. and with racial injustice. So he was saying Johnson can't control this. Yeah. Guess what? That's diff- that Trump can't quote control this, and when he sends in the feds, it just makes it worse. It doesn't help. Yep. yep. Um, and so it's just it's and and you got fucking Tucker Carlson going yo yeah, the seventeen year old had to be there to, you know, yeah keep order. Yeah, fuck him.
1: This is one of the main themes of the entire Republican convention be like you know it's a shame Donald Trump isn't president to fix this shit. Maybe right. we should maybe oh, we should Christ. elect him <laughs> He'll fix everything. He's president now. but exactly. back on night one they showed this clip package uh, that included looting footage but some of the footage they grabbed from a protest in fucking Spain. They've I
3: been mean, doing
1: that a lot. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. they got had stuff from Kosovo or something uh-huh. the other day, didn't they? Yeah. I mean,
1: you got to wonder: Are they doing this deliberately to troll us, or just are they just trying to get away with something?
2: It's the same staff members, probably, as the people who were handing Rand Paul verbatim Wikipedia entries and mm-hmm. letting him use them in speeches.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
2: know, they do the minimum amount they can possibly do to get by, like find some riot footage. Doesn't matter where. Right. Hurry, hurry. Yeah. Because we yeah. haven't done our work, and it's t- it's due now, and it just. The whole administration runs like a bunch of drunk frat boys. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> that is very accurate. Yeah, yeah. Well, the actual video says that this is a taste of Biden's America, the riding, the crime. Freedom is now at stake, and this is going to be the most important election of our lifetime. Yeah, it'd be a shame if Donald Trump doesn't get elected president. Yeah. God, fuck this. I mean, the, the amount of gaslighting that's been happening this week is mm-hmm. off the charts. It's off the charts. Everything you're watching... Uh, at the RNC is a gigantic lie from start to finish. It's a gigantic fiction being established around. And again, it goes back to my theory that uh, all these people are required to prop up the worst president in the history of the United States. 180,000 Americans are dead. We are now at what? Minus 31 on the GDP. It was yeah. revised upwards by a point, like 1.2 percentage points. We're going to talk about that in a second, too. But it is a colossal disaster. And it's culminated in this from, uh, you know, three other years of a horror show. Uh, And we've only landed here because I think the system has endured quite a bit of this madness and has been able to retain some stability. But I think that stability is getting rocked right now uh, because Donald Trump doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. All he gives a shit about is, you know, how best to lie and make us all feel like we're out of our fucking Minds, I think they know they're gonna lose. But,
3: but, they have well, they don't I think know they, know any, they know they're gonna lose, and they're this. determined
2: <laughs> to fuck up as much shit on the way out as they possibly can. Well, which I think is why well, I feel like the convention has this incredibly slapdash feel.
1: I think they don't care about right. traditional campaigning. What I think they care about is let's just maintain the base, let's keep the base as energized as possible, and then we'll pick up all the rest with the cheating. I mean, that, I think that's right. more or I less agree. the strategy of the Trump campaign and the RNC right now. Which, by the way, RNC, Trump campaign, they have merged. They are one and the same. They shared office space for the longest period of fucking time. But here's the thing. One thing that they're doing, and we kind of touched on this a couple of seconds ago, is that they're trying to frame Donald Trump as not the president right now, which is just absolute (laughs) madness. I mean, Kellyanne Conway, uh, on her way out, was on Fox News, I think it was yesterday, talking about violence in American cities. And she said, these are democratically led cities. And most with Democratic governors, it's not Donald Trump's watch, she said. So, basically, Donald Trump is only the president of the parts of the country that like him. He's not the president of the parts that maybe have Democratic mayors or Democratic governors. None of that matters, because he's only going to be selectively president. I mean, he is literally uh, delegitimizing himself as president of the United States. Not just president of the places that like Donald Trump or the places that Donald Trump likes. He's president of the entire country, but they're disavowing that, which, you know what? I'm fine with. He wants to be president of Oklahoma and you know Nebraska and South Dakota. Well, I mean, then be president of those states and leave the rest of us the fuck alone. But obviously, we need a federal government, and that creates a crisis. So many uh, Trump-era problems are being blamed on Joe Biden somehow through this goddamn convention. Glenn Kirshner tweeted this uh, earlier today. He said, Donald Trump is running against Donald Trump's America. He says China attacked us with the virus. If so, he failed to protect 180,000 plus Americans. In Trump's America, 30 million people are unemployed. In Trump's America, violence is in the streets, all brought to you by Donald J. Trump. But uh, somehow they're getting away with the notion that, oh, this is all Joe Biden's fault. It's like the Democrats' fault. Democrats Mm -hmm. have brought this down upon themselves.
2: I don't really feel like they're getting away with it. I think they're just continuing to repeat it like, you know, I wish, I wish, I wish. But
1: You'd be amazed by the power of television and repeating the same message over and over again. It's marketing 101. Yeah, yeah. What happens in American cities, not Donald Trump's fault because he's not president of those cities. They have Democratic mayors. They're Democrat led cities uh, with radical left mayors and radical left governors like Gavin Newsom. And it's just, it's utter hogwash. But there is a shockingly big faction of American voters who will like fucking suck that down like Coca Cola. Oh, yeah, you know, all that shit that happens in the United States, even though I am the president of the United States, (laughs) it's not my problem. Not my problem. It's just like what George W. Bush did. I, I kept America safe. You know, except for that one day. Except that except one, that one big thing. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's it's a broader uh, relative of what Donald Trump is doing with the pandemic. I was in charge of this amazing economic expansion, thanks Obama. Not this whole pandemic thing. That's someone else's fault. That's China's fault. That's Gavin Newsom's fault. That's Andrew Cuomo's fault. It's the blue right. states' fault. Every not time me. they
2: call it. The- goddamn China virus, it just makes me want to jab ice picks into my eardrums. (laughs) I know, know? I know. So It's uh, the America virus now, folks. We are the COVID capital of the planet.
1: Right, and the gaslighting on racism, too, is Mm -hmm. just amazing to behold. The fact that they're framing Donald Trump as somehow a friend to people of color. That is just such an insulting attempt at grabbing credit for doing things that he had nothing to fucking do with. Um, It's
2: like Mr. Burns in a Santa suit.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like who, who, who? Excellent. You know, like (laughs) yeah, exactly (laughs) right. I mean, they were spending. They've spent the last three nights trying to wheel out every one of Donald Trump's black friends. You know, as if that isn't racist. But the fact is that at the same time, he's just about to send stormtroopers into Kenosha to gas Black Lives Matter protesters while probably ignoring the black victims of the hurricane that's happening right now. Yes. So, uh, this is your not racist president America. Yeah, totally not racist. But that of course brings us to Mike Pence and we got to we got to take a short break here, but <laughs> I want to talk about Mike Pence. I'll give you a preview of Mike Pence. This was a Short clip of Mike Pence's presentation at Fort McHenry uh, last night. Mm. That's uh, what it sounded like. (laughs) (laughs) That's what his voice sounds like after a while. That's that's all I was hearing in the background (laughs) as I was trying to live tweet the event last night. Well, unfortunately, COVID-19 infection rates are exploding across the nation. We know it's common sense that everyone wear a face mask. Finally, most states have put mask mandates in place. Face masks are still our best way to protect ourselves, our family, and our community. But what happens when the face masks you thought you were buying were fraudulent or just generally crappy? The FDA has provided a list of authorized respirator mask manufacturers, but finding those masks has been a challenge and verifying their authenticity even harder. Right now, though, the newdealshop.com has FDA authorized respirator masks with anti fake authentication on every package so you know they work. These masks are tested by the NPPTL in the United States and provide greater than 95% filtration. Right now, these masks are in stock and shipped for free for my listeners, when you add the code SEXYLIBERAL at thenewdealshop.com and order your supply today right there. That's thenewdealshop.com. Get them now and keep yourself, your family, and your community safe. Thank you. The Bob
0: Let my troubles float away. I went down to the river to wash my feet. Let my troubles.
1: The great marina rocks holy shit so incredible such a master on guitar yeah marina rocks from the comeback kid that's the name of the album the song is called stuck in the mud it's the lead track on the new album Oh, shit. Link in the description to com to support Marina Rocks and all of our indie bands here on the show. we got a brand new indie music countdown coming up this Sunday. It's just a couple of days from now, so I'll be doing that. All the uh, songs from this past month played in order as they appeared here on the show. Uh, okay. Are we talking about Mike Pence now? <laughs> Can we just call him Nancy? Yeah. Well, here's... <laughs> <laughs> yes, so let's talk about Nancy's speech from last night. Before we get into the actual speech, there's been something I've been meaning to play on the show for some time now that The Daily Show put together. I don't know, it was several months ago. They put together this, I don't know what you would call it, Even I don't know if it's a song parody, but there's something that Mike Pence does about the cadence of his speech making, where he's got a certain generic rhythm that he talks in, and every time he talks, he talks in this rhythm. And they, <laughs> they set it to a beat, <laughs> and and here's here's how it turned out. This is from the Daily Show. The Vice President of the United States. Mike Pence. Not from his what? speech, not from his speech last when night. America is strong, the world is safe. America <laughs> has remained the best in space.
4: Relentless <laughs> pursuit of victory will guide
1: us to return to the moon, put Americans on Mars. Welcome to Made in America Week. We'll rise to
4: that challenge. We will stand with our allies restoring democracy and ending the crisis. Welcome to a new era. For American
1: infrastructure, the great okay. Okay. respect. I think.
3: President oh my God, that was
2: fantastic! Yeah, yeah, it's like a, a, a like a tenth grade thing on iambic pentameter, like explaining, <laughs> you know, like right. schoolhouse rock on, you know, a blank verse.
1: But. Yeah, and none of that was altered. That's his actual speaking cadence. He like, is he is so completely generic as a politician.
3: He's a better rapper than Vanilla Ice.
1: I, I think so. I mean, he did hold that rhythm down pretty damn well. He did. So. He, did. Um, he
2: is like water Tetrazini. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he's the blandest man on the planet.
1: Well, once again, his address was at a uh, federally owned facility at a federally owned historic site, uh, Fort McHenry. And no one was socially distanced. No one in masks. Also, just a gigantic Hatch Act violation. This is not their property to use. This is our property. We own this property. We own Fort McHenry. We own the White House. We own the Andrew W. Mellon Auditorium where all of those speeches were going on. Lara Trump and coked up Don Jr. and all the rest. We own those facilities, and somehow our tax dollars are going to Donald Trump's convention which is just a gigantic insult. It's a gigantic insult against the rule of law, of course. It's a gigantic insult, especially against those of us who want nothing to fucking do with these people. And yet, they're stealing our property for their own political ends. And it is absolutely disgusting. It is uh, exploitative. It's just, frankly, it's just gross. It's gross to see this happening. And historic sight. And if it was up to Donald Trump, he would privatize all of that shit. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about any of it. I bet he couldn't tell you what happened at Fort McHenry, even though he did a speech about it last Fourth of July. He does not care about any of this crap. So uh, at one point, Mike Pence made an argument in defense of Donald Trump, but in favor of small government. This is like, again, gaslighting us like Donald Trump believes in small government. Right, the president who marched stormtroopers. All enough to
2: fit right into your uterus. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: <laughs> exactly, um, but but I mean, he's not a believer in small government. He has racked up almost a five trillion dollar federal budget deficit in this period of time. He was just. Because he was dicking around with his trade war, he just started paying farmers to make up, for, to compensate for the fact that he was dicking around with an unnecessary trade war. On top of that, he marched stormtroopers into a peaceful protest so he could desecrate a Bible. Yep. And Mike Pence is like, he is a small government conservative. He believes in small government. Hmm. Oh, shit. So, also, I noticed, too, that Mike Pence said that uh, Donald Trump destroyed ISIS. No.
2: That old yard.
1: One of the many lies. I mean, everything that was accredited to Donald Trump, everything that they said that Donald Trump did, he didn't do. He did pay- nothing. He's done nothing. He's done nothing.
3: Nothing positive. He has
2: watched TV and tweeted for four years. I mean, he and put people in cages yeah
1: yeah i mean, I mean he,
2: he's just a complete worthless piece of gum on the you know the, the soul of america's <laughs> shoe and he's just <laughs> like oh uh, you know and they kept talking about like uh, you know during the covid epidemic like it's they keep talking about covid like it's over
1: yeah it's not
2: that it, that to me is like one of the most pernicious I, it just ugh.
1: yeah. It's all God. It, what
2: a fucking mess.
1: They're what a creating
2: fucking clown show.
1: It again. The stakes of the election: reality versus fiction. And what we've been seeing right. all week is unvarnished fiction. It is unpainted fiction. It is. Absolutely maddening. But I mean, with this ISIS thing, they keep saying this. Donald Trump keeps saying, I defeated ISIS. I destroyed ISIS. ISIS is no more. ISIS, I uh, crushed the ISIS caliphate. Uh, Mike Pence last night, Donald Trump crushed the ISIS caliphate. Well, all it took for me to, to go over to Google, type in ISIS attack, And yes, of course, I see August 3rd, 2020, Jalalabad, Afghanistan, a militant assault on a prison complex in eastern Afghanistan ended on Monday after a 20-hour gun battle, leaving 29 people dead and officials scrambling to recapture hundreds of prisoners. The attack was by the Islamic State, by ISIS. ISIS is not gone. ISIS still exists. This is where Donald Trump can say to his people, I'm giving you all jetpacks made of beef, and they all go, yeah, (laughs) jetpacks made of beef, finally. (laughs) And there's no jetpack. I, I can
2: only Im- try to imagine the sound of a beef jetpack, Juan. <laughs> and it but, really is just like, yep, exactly.
3: Well, okay, because, yeah, oh, I forget, because Joe Biden's going to get rid of cows and cars.
1: <laughs> That's right. I mean... He- That's the thing about creating this non-reality based empire that Donald Trump has is that he can say that he did literally anything and 40 to 45 percent of the voters and some people will argue about that number, but that's kind of the range that I see as far as approval numbers. 40 to 45% of voters will say, yes, that is absolutely what's happening. And it's not. ISIS has not been destroyed, and there will be no jetpacks made of beef. Donald Trump did not sign Veterans Choice. Donald Trump did not create the best economy in the history of human civilization. None of that is true. He is a big pile of nothing. He has done fucking nothing except to tear down the United Mm -hmm. States, to tear down the institutions, and to sell the parts for his own fucking bank account. Finally, though, we're starting to see some comeuppance along those lines, but it can't really take shape unless he loses this election. I mean, there's obviously state level prosecutions and investigations going on right now, but there needs to be a, a federal panel, a federal non partisan or bipartisan panel a trump crimes commission to hold all these rat bastards accountable for doing what they have done to the united states i mean again we're we're at 45 (laughs) we're at 45 (laughs) i mean remember how many investigations there were into benghazi i i I can't remember the number but it was in the range of dozens and you know what happened (laughs) we have now reached forty five thousand benghazis with the coronavirus death toll in the United States. Mm -hmm. 45,000, four people died. Four people died in the attack at Benghazi on September 11, 2012. And 180,000 are dead now from coronavirus. How do we reconcile that? How do we hold the culprits accountable? I mean, we've never hit this kind of number before Except in times of war, and even then we've surpassed a lot of the war casualties we've endured. No, I mean, no
2: never in history have as many Americans died in four months as yeah. in the last four months. Yep, there it so is. So you're saying we need just basically like a Derpenberg trial yeah. for these people?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Holy shit. And this party, the Republican Party, by the way, this may be the last Republican convention we ever see because it's rapidly becoming the QAnon party. But at least they had the foresight to boot off this uh, QAnon woman, uh, Marianne Mendoza. And that was another thing. you talk about me walking around repeating that uh, Nick Lutzko song, I want to be at the RNC, I want to be like mm-hmm. Dan Bongino. I've been saying this for the last 12 hours. I've, <laughs> I've been screaming,
0: Mendoza!
1: From from The Simpsons. Of course, that's from the McBain movie, right? In the early episode of The Simpsons.
0: Mendoza!
1: (laughs) So yeah, Marianne Mendoza, the Republican QAnon conspiracy theorist, uh, lost her speaking slot. I mean, she was spreading around just this... Uh, I forget what the actual conspiracy theory is. It's insanely anti-Semitic. It's the fucking Semitic.
2: Protocol of the Elders of Zion. Yes, that's it's it. Thank you. the original fucking
1: conspiracy
2: theory. Oh, my the God. The most elementary, like, jew haiti conspiracy theory 101. Right, right. The Elders of fucking Zion. And it's just like... <laughs> Where do they
1: find these people? I know. Well, it's now like eking its way through the Republican Party. I mean, Donald Trump has already expressed excitement over the fact that QAnon people support him. It's like, well, if they like me, that's that's a good thing. I always like to be liked, and of course, it's you know people like this. Mendoza, <laughs> Marianne Mendoza. You know um, you what? Know, we got to talk about Brian Kemp, who is oh, speaking God. of coronavirus. Who's fucking nuts. Latest report from President Donald Trump's Coronavirus Task Force shows Georgia had the second highest rate of new coronavirus infections in the nation over the past week. The administration continues to urge state leaders to impose a mask mandate and other restrictions to stem the spread of COVID-19. Governor Brian Kemp's office countered Tuesday by pointing to recent statistics that show signs of improvement and said it was considering deploying Georgia National Guard mobile strike teams (sighs) to nursing. (laughs) God damn it. uh, Mobile strike teams are going to be deployed to nursing homes, religious institutions, schools, and colleges to better
2: shoot the virus.
1: I guess. uh, What the fuck is that? Georgia national guard, mobile strike teams being uh, dispatched (laughs) by Brian Kemp. Jesus Uh, Christ. What a
2: fucking idiot. My town was like a, Low infection rate county for the whole first part of the pandemic. Yeah. And then the University of Georgia decided yeah. they had to have in-person classes. And now we've broken our weekly death record two weeks in a row. Right, there, right. Uh,
3: Georgia's positivity test, according to Johns Hopkins, as of this morning, is 9.59%. California is finally under 6%, but we need to do better. Yeah. my My little neighborhood is doing well. L.A. is under a little less than California's average. I have a whole
1: thing up now. Well, they're, uh, I think the mobile strike teams apparently are going to be administering the tests. So I guess they're going to be firing the cotton swabs into people's noses <laughs> with <laughs> AR-15s or something you like that. <laughs> I don't know, but they're going to do the tests. And, and all at the same time that Donald Trump is trying to slow down the testing, where he's literally trying to decrease the rate of testing. Can we
2: slow down the testing, please? Can we slow the testing down,
1: well, here's one of the here's one of the things that they're doing with the testing. The CDC has abruptly changed its uh, COVID testing guidance to uh, exclude people without symptoms who've been exposed to the the virus. Previously, CDC said uh, testing was appropriate for people with recent or suspected exposure, even if they were asymptomatic. So they're just kind of cutting back on. Again, they're trying to rig the numbers here. Donald Trump thinks that if we do less testing, there will be fewer right. cases. But the no. the cases yeah, I know. <laughs> Jody's so funny. Uh n- no. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just no. And it's true, people are still gonna get the virus. Yeah. They're just not gonna be tested. This is <sighs> insane. They also like, threaten to withhold Medicare and Medicaid funding from hospitals if they don't report COVID data to the Department of Health and Human Services. So again, this is the fiction he's able to build without having a record because there is no Trump record except disaster. So he has to manufacture a record. In fact, why even bother doing anything as president? If you can just tell your fucking disciples that you've done all of these things that you didn't really do. I mean, why even bother? I guess this is why they don't have a platform. Just whatever Donald Trump says, that's what we believe in. That is a fucking cult. Um, Meanwhile, I wanted to mention this real quick about the GDP numbers. This is a little teeny tiny bit wonky, but uh, I want to talk about this because I know what Donald Trump's next move is going to be. I kind of have a bead on how he thinks about these things and how he distorts reality. Oh,
3: your brain hurts. That that scares me about your brain. (laughs) Mm.
1: Well, this is... Hal Sparks at the Sexy Liberal Virtual Tour did a whole thing about Trumponomics. This is an example of something that Hal Sparks could have included in the Trumponomics puppet show that he did for the Sexy Liberal show. We're gonna talk about that and a whole lot more right after these words.
5: You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business
1: Listen up, well, I'm going to tell you about it right here, every time I go in, there's a street Can you smell it? Uh, that, that 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 fragrance that you're uh, sensing right now—that is the smell of a brand new indie music countdown right around the corner, and I think it's going to be a great one. It's going to culminate. Like cinnamon. Mmm. Yeah. It's gonna It's gonna culminate with this song. This is Soul Crackers covering Wilson Pickett's uh, "Funky Broadway" from 30 Years of Soul." Oh man, that's gonna be that's gonna end up being number one on the countdown because well, it's the last song that we play in a month. That's part of the reason, but man, it's going to be a great way to cap off the indie music countdown this weekend. It's uh, it's available as its own channel on all of your favorite podcast platforms but it's also available as part of the bob seska show so if you follow the bob seska show on apple uh, podcasts and spotify and stitcher and all that crap you can still hear the indie music countdown there too so uh thank you for listening to that Uh, and all of our indie bands thank you for supporting all of our indie bands here on the show okay so donald trump's gonna lie about the gdp and i'll tell you why so when the uh, second quarter numbers came down it showed a 32.9 percent Contraction of the economy, a shrinkage of the economy, so to speak. And that is catastrophic. That is the worst it's been since they started keeping track of the GDP. And so th- today it was released that the Commerce Department has revised upward the number by 1.2 points. So instead of being a 32.9% contraction, it's now a 31.7% percent contraction in the economy
3: which is oh, so, still, so much better it's yeah so much better <laughs>
1: that's so funny it's still a gigantic catastrophic contraction it's still a huge and deep recession unlike anything we have seen here in this country before but it's 1.2 points better right
3: you know what you know who's really happy about this who herbert hoover
1: nixon hoover mm-hmm. george w bush they're all going they're all so happy god. thank god mm-hmm. for trump Oh my God, we can now actually be redeemed a little bit. Well, here's what Donald Trump's going to do. Donald Trump is going to say that in the past month, since the second quarter numbers came out at the end of June, right, at the beginning of July, he's going to say that in the past month and a half or so, he has grown the economy by 1.2%. No. That's what he's going to do. He's no. going to take this teeny tiny adjustment from disaster to disaster. I mean it's still in the rain. I think the great recession, the economic contraction off the GDP was something like 5% or something. Yeah. We're at 31.7% after the revision. And he's going to be like, "Oh, I'm claiming victory on this one." I mean, "Oh my god, I've I've grown the economy by 1.2 points." That's huge and everyone applaud for me and reelect me and oh my Motherfucker god. Motherfucker
2: couldn't grow mold on a cheeseburger. I mean,
1: just <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
2: Oh I'm shit. just... Uh, I'm so
1: tired of it. So, I'm so
2: sick of it. I'm so tired of the lies. I'm so tired of the distortions and the just. Uh, I know.
1: Sorry. I know. The gaslighting is so utterly painful. But let's. Uh, we gotta talk about the election here because, I mean, on top of everything that's happening at the RNC, there is other election news. Uh, Donald Trump is baiting Joe Biden to be drug tested yeah. before the debates. This is the it's new so bizarre. This is the new Where fuckery. Is, uh, um. Uh. Will,
3: will he and Don Jr. and and Miss Guilfoyle also be tested? Because yeah. we know at least Jr. and his lovely lady friend um, are. Whew, yeah. Uh.
1: Wow. Right. The catch is I bet Donald Trump is going to get uh, like Ronnie Jackson or someone to conduct the test. So, Donald Trump could do all the drugs he wants, but well, and Ronnie uh, will be drunk. Yeah, exactly.
3: So,
1: you know. I just again, this it's, is, is bait. This is, is a projection. way to say, yeah, it's yeah. projection. It's a way to go uh it's a way for Donald Trump to be able to say, what's Joe Biden hiding? Why is Sleepy Joe hiding his, you know, drug habit with the cognitive enhancers that he's probably oh taking?
2: Should turn around and say, I'll release a drug test when you release your taxes.
1: Yeah, boy. There, you go. there you go. I think that's a fucking great idea. He needs mm-hmm. to do exactly that. That should be the response. Turn it around. That's what I mean by turning the, uh, the tennis ball machine around, turning the fire hose of news around against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Make him fucking defend it. That's a great fucking idea. He needs to respond with that. I think, you know what? Seriously, David, you need to tweet that to the Joe Biden account. And I'm not kidding about that. <laughs>
3: no, no, seriously, do it. You, you uh, should do it. If you won't, I will. I'll do it.
1: I'll retweet I'll it, it. it because yeah. it is one of those things. I remember distinctly in 2012, I wrote a Huffington Post thing that said uh, Barack Obama needs to attack Mitt Romney on uh, where he stands. He said, you know where I stand. You know, I suggested to Obama, I said, you know where I stand. We don't know where the hell Mitt Romney stands. And sure enough, like three days later, Obama's saying that in a 60 Minutes interview. I'll take a drug test if you release your tax returns. Perfect. And then it becomes about his tax returns. And then it becomes about Mazars and Deutsche Bank and Cy Vance. you know, And uh, Letitia James, who, by the way, is now investigating the Trump Organization. Thank fucking God.
2: It seems like the most obvious answer to me, though. If someone's like, "You take a drug test," I'm like, "I'll take a drug test when you show us your financial records." Right, right. Uh, Just
1: Uh, so I
2: one of my concerns. I mean, they do lie so blandly, and Mm. I'm concerned. You know, we all want to watch Kamala Harris like yank Mike Pence up by his bleached, you know and just smack the shit out of him. But I'm worried it's going to be like Cheney and Edwards, and, you know, where it's just it's going to sit there and just lie. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: well, that's what they need to be prepared for. And I'm sure yeah. I'm sure they know the roster of lies based on everything that Donald Trump has said, based on everything Mike Pence has said. They know what's coming at them as far as the lies. And the worst thing that they could do is to not be prepared for that. Sort of like Barack Obama. Speaking of 2012, Barack Obama right. in that first debate with Mitt Romney it was awful, yeah. just wasn't ready for <laughs> The bombardment of horse shit that came out of Mitt Romney's mouth in that fucking debate. And it didn't help that I think Obama only had spent six or 12 hours in Denver where the air is much thinner. And uh, I think Romney had been there doing debate prep for something like seven or ten days so he was more acclimated obama wasn't it was a perfect storm of fuckery that happened in that debate but regardless the other news uh, regarding the election is that the fbi and the broader intelligence community has called bullshit on trump's claim of absentee voter fraud again Mm -hmm. more good news that i hope at least filters out to some of the swing voters I hope it makes its way through the fire hose of news but again this shit tends to get lost in just the bombardment that we're all dealing with
2: between the hurricane and the yeah little white boy with his assault rifle killing people it just <laughs> yeah
1: I, yeah, I can't a even lot. imagine I, I can't even imagine being Buzz Burbank and having to cover all of these stories I mean we always cover like the select maybe top five or six stories that are happening on any given show day right? Buzz has to cover a week's worth of news that is (laughs) comprehensive from wall to wall. I don't even know how the hell he does it, but it's a Herculean task, uh, nonetheless. But the FBI says it has no evidence of any coordinated fraud schemes related to voting by mail this year, undercutting repeated claims by Donald Trump and his campaign about what they've uh, called security problems. And now Donald Trump's also saying that, oh, by the way, the mail is going to be fine. There's going to be no issues with the mail handling all these ballots. The problem is the ballots themselves, the fraud that's going to take place. So he spent months talking about how there's no way the Postal Service can handle this glut of mail. All these millions and millions of ballots. It's not going to be able to and and now he's backing away from that there is no consistency it doesn't matter it's just the power of a cult following like he has again the you know jetpacks of beef um, right so meanwhile i mean can, can <laughs> 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 oh man you know what I do? i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> so funny
3: oh my god he's giggly <laughs> I'm
2: so, i just he's like
3: somebody's tickling you
2: <laughs> um, I just, I can't get past the jetpacks. You sound
3: so, <laughs> you sound happy. I'm punch
2: drunk, I think. Yeah, no kidding. I'm <laughs> scrubbing rich people's toilet and it's gone on my brain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there it is.
2: I'm sort of imagining like two giant Slim Jims, right? And then like there's sort of. <laughs> You sort of, you know, stick them like, you know, straps (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I did not believe you when you said it would be worth it (laughs) Jet jet packs made of beef I was so wrong
1: (laughs) Man, here we go, all the red hats (laughs)
2: On their play it again on their front
1: lawns. Here we go. (laughs) All right, we're gonna hit the jetpacks made of beef today. Oh man, what a goddamn disaster!
2: Uh, So where are we gonna go when the country collapses?
1: Uh, Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, survival bunkers? Are they, does anyone have a bunker that I could move into? Just <laughs> what are we going to do if
2: Canada puts up a wall with a moat I have a sponsor in Canada. And-
1: oh, good. Okay, mm. well, there's that. I mean, I'm hoping that we'll be able to go to Canada because right now we oh, can't shit. fucking go anywhere. I mean, that's the that's craziest true. thing about all of this is that there's nowhere to go. We can't mm. even go to Canada. I think we can go to parts of Mexico. I think that's we can.
3: My My niece is down there right now, so yes. <laughs>
1: Staggering, Just absolutely staggering. Hey, you Who know is what? It's
2: traveling. I just... Oh, God. I just... Part of me just wants to bang my head against the wall until I just lose consciousness when I... Yeah. yeah. Go ahead.
1: Well, I think that's a, the, the way we get to another country. You know how we do that? Our jetpack's made of beef. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my breath. All right. Well, on that note... Uh, <laughs> you know, given okay, the, I g- have
2: to tell you guys, I got a listener email saying, "Please stop talking over Bob." <laughs> <laughs> oh so really? I apologize to anyone who's been frustrated. I just, you know, we get really excited, and I have you a know. lot of caffeine in my system, and we can't see each other's faces, and we're just constant. And then, I'm sorry. Hey, look, I'm, I don't I'm trying to know, be more polite.
1: I mean, I don't really give a shit <laughs> because. <laughs> The, the the show, this show really is about spontaneity. It's I mean, it's about mm-hmm. politics, obviously. But I mean, the tone of the show, especially when you've got three of us and we all have strong opinions and we all have things that we want to say, it's spontaneous conversation, that shit happens. In fact, we were talking about Robert Altman right before the show, and I was talking about one of the things I love about Robert Altman's films is how he captures those moments where there's a group of people and they're kind of all talking over each other and the camera kind of just floats around and goes to different parts of the conversation. This is just, it's the nature of the piece. It's the nature of having a group show. I mean, I could sit here and monologue for an hour and a half, but that would but be boring as hell. only one of has well. a
2: law and order degree. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: right. Oh, man. It's uh, McBain. McBain.
2: so much fun. He really sells that, man. <laughs> he does.
1: Okay. Well, let's see. Okay. The Postmortem Show is coming up next. After this music is done playing, we keep on talking, and we call it The Postmortem Show. I slap it up on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash show or quite simply, bobseskashow.com. That'll get you there, too. Uh, $5 a month if you subscribe, and you get The Postmortem Show. Two postmortem shows every damn week. And if you sign up for a little bit more, $10 a month, you get two post-mortem shows, plus the Friday after-party with me and Kimberly Johnson, live from our refrigerator, sc- <laughs> screwing away in positions that we haven't used since we were teenagers. But there you go. <laughs> that was so much fun at the Sexy Liberal Virtual Tour seeing uh, Kimberly and I have sex in Stephanie Miller's refrigerator. By the way.
3: Noodle sex.
1: Gigantic refrigerator because we were teeny tiny. Huge. We just fit. Yes, there, was we a, there was a tiny. huge takeout container behind us that had to have been 12 yes. feet wide. Uh, Jody <laughs> Hamilton's <laughs> at from-bunker.com dash, dash T-Rex is at astralsummer.bandcamp.com Please support all of the Astral Summer songs. <sighs> what else? Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. You know you can watch the Sexy Liberal Virtual Tour on replay even if you missed the saturday night you can go watch the entire show on demand it's awesome go and do that now sexyliberal.com all right postmortem show up next see you over there folks bye-bye